0: You know, there's a new catchphrase out there. It's called scaling. You know, people say, oh, you're going to six times or six X your business. You're going to scale your business to whatever. Have you heard it? Do you know what it really means? So often I hear it and I'm not always certain that I know what it means and what it's all about. Whether that's for your business or I've heard people talk about it for their their homes. Gonna scale up, scale down. I don't know. So anyhow, we're gonna have that conversation today. So maybe I'll have a little clearer understanding of what scaling means. All that and more on episode 881 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success.
1: And now renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Tom, how are you? I'm well, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I got a little vitamin D over the weekend. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you don't look very
1: tan or or I've got lights because it's darker outside this morning than it's been because we've got some stormy weather. I'm it I I have lights on instead of sunlight, so that's what it is.
0: Not that you just don't tan or burn.
1: No, I tan and I burn. I burn and that turns tan. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a myth. No, it's, it's, I really think people true. say that
0: and it's not really the
1: case. No, it really, it really is the case. I will look really burned one day and the next day I will look tan. Okay. Fair enough. So, um, I love this topic. I love you your intro. So you understand it.
0: No, I don't around.
1: understand it. No, if I understood it, we wouldn't have a program.
0: Well, maybe you just would help me
1: understand. Possibly. Possibly. You never know. I guess we'll have
0: to just find out, right?
1: We got to go down the pathway.
0: Yes, we do. All right, everyone. Good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, or daily broadcast and podcast. Each week, Bob and I choose a topic. As I mentioned, this week's topic is scaling. And every day, weekday, we have a conversation, dives a little bit deeper in that. As I mentioned today, we're going to talk about what it means. And it's going to be interesting for us to not go down the pathway of some of the topics of the rest of the week. So, we'll have to be aware of
1: uh, our conversation. And tell me, because I don't know what the other topics for the week are. So, well, you know, if I hit one, do the old, no, Bob, that's tomorrow. That's Thursday. We're going to talk about that the rest of the week. Fair enough. Um, And as we have talk about Bruno, right? You know that song from uh, Encanto? Did you ever see the Disney movie Encanto? Once, yes. Well, Bruno was the kid that they didn't talk about. Okay. And that relates how? We're not going to talk about the topics from the other days. Oh. See how that works? Bruno, the topics could be Bruno or vice versa. It's pop culture reference. You know, I just try. And if we have kids watching and listening, they'll be like, oh, mom, he mentioned Bruno. Can we listen to the soundtrack? And then our program's gone.
0: You remember that we're... 55 plus year old men who probably are not most aware of pop culture.
1: that's not true. I I stay current. I try okay. to keep track. Fair enough. There's a you game know, you because, play. because you act old doesn't mean I have to act old. Oh, that's true. I because do. you get the early bird specials doesn't mean I have to. They are pretty good. And it
0: means I get to go to
1: bed earlier. I'm the one with the kids at Starbucks getting the uh, Frappuccinos and finding out what's going on in the world. You can have that. <laughs> Anyhow, so as
0: we go through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas that you'd like to share as a part of it, please feel free to share your value and put it in the comments because we know it'll add value to the show and impact what we have say. We'll even, because this is live, we'll even share it on the screen doesn't really help you podcast people, although we will definitely read it. And it is an opportunity for uh, you to be a part of this episode. And at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope will help you. If you happen to be stuck or uncertain or lacking a little confidence, maybe things just feel like there's a lot of chaos. Hopefully we can help you figure out that this one thing, today's antidote, will be the step that helps you move forward and continue along your own unique pathway to success. Before we dive into that conversation, though, uh, each day, Bob and I do our celebrations. So, Bob,
1: what are you celebrating today? I'm curious about this. I'm going to celebrate something that happened to me Friday morning. It involved a really good friend of mine who delivered a very difficult message to me. And I sent him a text, and I want to read this text because I think this is that person. I don't think they'll mind. I probably don't thank you enough for your investment in time. Today was really insightful and would have been really hard for me to hear from anyone other than you. Thank you for caring. Now, Folks, I don't know if you know this, but Tom almost every single morning does therapy with me, either before the program or after or both. And often the reason the program starts late is because Tom's trying to help me figure out the various facets of my life. And you would think that after 881 episodes, we'd have it down. But as luck would have it, I find new ones each week, (laughs) like episodes of the program. But Friday, Tom did some really hard work, and uh, it set me up for a lot of thought over the weekend, and uh, I wanted to thank you publicly, because I'm very appreciative. I celebrate the fact that you come back to helping me over and over and over, even though I'm probably the worst student you've ever had, because I feel like sometimes we just come back to the same lesson over and over, but Friday's lesson was a, a one I'm still working through. And I think it might actually be our episodes next week if I have my way. Because I think there's a there's a huge opportunity there to figure some things out. So thank you for that.
0: Certainly. Of course.
1: My pleasure. I get therapy every morning as well. So it's just different. <laughs> Your therapy is... Thank God I'm not as messed up as he is. <laughs> thank, thank you, God, for allowing me to realize I'm not a complete... Knucklehead.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. My thought is, wow, at least I'm not alone. (laughs) You never know.
1: All right, I'm celebrating something different tomorrow. (laughs) The possibility that you aren't alone. What are you celebrating today,
0: Tom? You know, it's interesting. I'm celebrating. Tonight I get to do, uh, I'm working with this organization on a strategic plan. Mm and tonight is the first meeting with their full board to kind of share progress and have what I think will be some challenging conversations for the organization. And it's interesting why it's interesting is that a little bit of it has to do with scaling. They were in a situation where they, uh, they had a significant addition to their program a couple of years ago that allowed them to scale. The challenge is it was a temporary situation or oh. a temporary addition and so now as they're getting close to when that will be over figuring out what does the what's the what's the size and the scope of the organization and how do they scale and I think we'll talk about this is that scaling isn't necessarily just going up or more <clears throat> sometimes it's going less and and I think that the opportunity to lead that conversation is something that I'm celebrating because I, I have a feeling it can be a little, it'll be a little contentious. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are conversations to be had that need to be had. And sometimes the only person who can guide the conversation that way is an outside person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited that I have the opportunity to try to do that tonight with a, with a, a partner as well. So, how big's to. the board? Um, eight maybe. Okay, I can't remember exactly. Um, uh, so we'll see, because they're fairly. have added a few new members, and, and we haven't
1: really connected with all of them. And I think it's eight to ten. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, that'd be fun. Can't wait to hear tomorrow how it went in uh, broad terms. Yes,
0: I'm looking forward to how that goes as well.
1: We'll know how well it goes by whether that's your celebration tomorrow or not.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing, Uh, you know, as as you know, and I think our listeners who listen close know, as much as I can work through the results, work towards the results, and I can't control. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't control what those people are going to say and and how what they say impacts others around them, and so I, I walk into it with sort of open eyes of all I can do is what I can do. And Mm -hmm. use the value that I have to hopefully get them to where they want to be not where I want them to be where they want to be. And, and there's a there will be a interesting first question that comes up that it's kind of one of those meetings where you have to think about, okay, if they choose this route, what does that look like? Right? If They choose this other route, that that in my mind is not what makes sense, doesn't mean that they're not gonna choose it. And so I have to really, I've been thinking a little bit more about what does that second route look like? And that's a little more difficult, especially when I don't see it, Um, and sort of understand some of the behind the scene things that could happen if they choose it.
1: So we'll see. Cool, cool, all right. Well, fingers crossed for you. Thank you, appreciate that. Sure. We have a guest with us today. We do? We do. Good morning, Bob and Tom. Oh, I like when it's in that order. I am am watching this podcast with Adam and Nate. They're both up. Wow, that's impressive. Both of the kids, both two, uh, uh, yeah, two teenagers up. I worked 14 hours at work and came home at four this morning. Have a great day. Wow.
0: Beth, you should be in bed. I mean, I, I appreciate how much you value our show.
1: And And she's done follow-up. Good luck, Tom.
0: I appreciate that as well. And I would would be in bed sleeping (laughs) if I worked until 4 a.m. That's for sure.
1: And because Adam's with us, go Orioles. Two games ahead in the AL East. I know you're going to say it's early, but we'll take it. It's been a long time in coming. I won't say it then. Thank you. I know if Rick Donovan's out there, he's celebrating as well. Oh,
0: he's living the dream. <laughs> Until I remind him that really it only matters what place you're in in late September, <laughs> early Jul- or mid July. Okay, I feel good about the Orioles this time. Good for you. You can do that. <laughs> okay. Breathe some life into the uh,
1: the city. I like that. The, the, yes, yes, we could use it. So let's talk about scaling. Why not? And can we define it first? Because this is one of those buzzwords. Isn't I that the myself topic saying, today? "I'm sorry." What it,
0: isn't that our topic? What it means? Isn't that kind of defining well, it?
1: Well, de- defining the word. Oh, to me is is the start of it, and then what it means is kind of expanding on that. Okay, does that make sense? It does. You know, and I hear scaling all the time. And I've said it to a number of people. Hey, I can help you scale, or if you want to scale, or what does scaling look like to you? It's kind of the buzzword of uh, for growth, you know. And and I think it's even more the buzzword for controlled growth. Not just we're going to hire twenty people and figure it out, but we're going to do it incrementally towards a goal and achieve that goal. So if the goal is to double, or you said you know six x our revenue. To have a strategy to get there, so I think what scaling means in its truest form. I think what a lot of people think of is just I'm going to go from five employees to fifteen employees. That's scaling. And when I talk to people, it's funny they always do it in multiples of five or ten or or twenty. We your six x kind of caught me off guard. Like whoa! Didn't even think you could do that.
0: Well, I think, I think when people say that, 6x means that's how many, that now you're in the million dollar range. Right, right, exactly.
1: But that would mean that you're in the, I don't even know what that means, right? Six times, it, it really, 6x would be six times your revenue, right? Sure. Yeah. So that would mean you're. I can't do the math. Plus, scaling, it would be factors on, who knows? But I think we use it to mean a very broad concept big growth. You never hear anyone say, I want to scale like 1x or 2x. x want to just double. It's always big numbers. And I think that's part of what makes it complicated because it means so much to people. And there's such a popular cultural belief that if you're a successful entrepreneur, you have to be scaling huge levels. You know, oh, my growth was 10% this year. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. That's unfortunate. Are you are you okay? Versus and then you now, if someone says, Well, I doubled my sales last year. Well, wow, impressive. Oh, my sales are up five times. Really? That's impressive. Wow. We don't, and if you think about it, 10% growth isn't real bad in a lot of ways. And I think that's part of the challenge with scaling. We've gotten to this entrepreneurial. Big company mentality that if you're not, I don't know. The first company I remember really scaling big that everyone was talking about was Starbucks. You know, they had 50 stores, then they had 500 stores, then they had 5,000 stores. Not McDonald's. I no, I guess that's a that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. McDonald's would be really good. Yeah, I yeah, go back. You're right. McDonald's is probably the first one. And they're the first
0: one that I remember that said how many customers
1: they've served. And I always used to look right, for and that. And put sound. it up on their marquee. Yeah, right. right. That's a good point. Right. And it was always a huge number. Yeah. That, that's it. And now for you younger people, McDonald's was around like in the prehistoric era and you couldn't, the people didn't come out to your car and give you the food. You actually had to go into the restaurant or you could go to this thing called a drive through and there wasn't DoorDash. So that made it really hard. Well, and you're so the pop imagine, culture person.
0: What's that? So, well, you're the pop culture person, and I'm the McDonald's person. You were Starbucks, I was McDonald's.
1: Okay. So, and uh, we have a follow up message from uh, my sister. We're actually getting McDonald's for breakfast. LOL, that from Nate. And uh, also from Beth, answering your question. I can't sleep. I have to work at 9 30. Good, fun schedule. All right. <laughs> ah, the joys of retail. <laughs> yes. Uh, So as we think about scaling, I think McDonald's is a great example. Starbucks is a great example. All these companies are great examples of what popular culture sees as scaling. It's got to be huge. It can't. And for so many of us, you know, for me, I would love to double my sales this year. That would be amazing, awesome. That's what I'm working towards. I'm not looking at 10 times my sales. And I think often we get trapped in the idea that we have to scale at huge numbers, whereas controlled growth is really the thing. You were talking about your nonprofit group that you're working with tonight. The whole discussion tonight really is about growth in a controlled environment, right? As opposed to, let's just quadruple in size tomorrow. Let's bring the office furniture in, expand the uh, internet, and boom, we're ready to go. And I think companies often think that it's easy to scale. And I think that's the first misnomer in business. Well, the first one is you've got to scale and you've got to scale huge or you're a failure. And then it, oh, it should be easy because I keep hearing all those popular media stories that this company doubled and this company quadrupled and Tesla did this and Starbucks did this. And I'm trying to think of other companies I've heard lately that have scaled. Um, Oh, the sports booking, uh, betting, industry and we're here in maryland and the cannabis industry that's been legalized and on and on and on i heard someone just in passing over the weekend they were talking about the lottery and they're like if i won the lottery i would totally like i go from having this number of employees to this number of employees guess how many new employees they had that they were going to take a guess uh a hundred. Four to 400. Wow. That's serious. I, I mean, yeah, if you won the lottery, maybe you could do that, but that's a lot. That's a different company. So sure. you go from four employees to 400 employees. First of all, if you're the CEO, with four employees, you're talking to your employees every day. With 400 employees, you're talking to four or five people every day. And they're talking to 10 people, and then they're talking to 10 people. And before you know it, no, you're never going to talk to an employee at the low, at the ground level of the company. I think that's part of the challenge I see when I talk to people about scaling. They think that it's going to be exactly the way it is now. And as you start to grow, it starts to create different challenges. Communication becomes far more challenging. And I think that's part of the what it means is we don't really think about what it means. We see the, well, if I 10x, that means I make this much revenue. If I 20x, they'll write stories about me in Fortune Magazine and I'll look really cool to all my business buddies. What do you think about all that?
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, I, I When I think about what it means, I think I think that's you talked about, one side of it. I think mm-hmm. there's another side of it. I think the other side of it is that scaling sometimes means down, smaller,
1: mm-hmm. less. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> You're foreshadowing next week, aren't you?
0: Well, I, no. What I think it is is that it's just—it's we all think that more, <laughs> yes, is <laughs> is the way to go. And and I and I think for some people or for some organizations that may be the case. Brothers, others, that might not be what's real. And so it's, it's you're at a different spot. You know, maybe you're an owner who is now winding down and you want to be like, you know what, I still want to own the company. I don't, I'm not ready to sell it yet. And I'm ready to, to scale back a little bit or organizations that scale too quickly and now are looking for, hmm. You know, we can't manage this because it's different than what it used to be. I mean, that's one of the things that this organization tonight is going to talk about is growth and more. if they want more growth, they really have to look at the processes that they are using and that sometimes the processes that you use today don't work when you try to grow and it causes it's more costs. And so, even with growing your revenue, your costs go up even higher. And so, in reality, your your revenue total, your net revenue, is less.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the fact that if you did a little bit less, you might actually make more events. I see this a lot with nonprofits and events. You know, they think that if we keep adding pieces to the event, it's going to be a quote unquote better event, which means we're going to raise more money not necessarily you know we say oh yeah well wouldn't it be great if you know we could personalize something a little bit differently is that everyone had a special seat plate because they walk in and isn't that awesome okay well that's going to take time and it's going to take money right and that and yeah that may keep one or two people from to come or keep them coming back i'm not sure that's adding new people And, and, and instead of finding new ways to do things, we just keep adding on to the ways we currently do them and thinking that that is moving us forward. When in reality, when, if we stop and look at it, it is not. And if we took some things away, that we would have the opportunity to do it more effectively and efficiently and could have a greater impact. And I think that's, um, That's the other side of scaling. So when I think of scaling, it's a little bit different. And I think I actually have my one thing. I don't know if you do or not. It was just maybe early, but.
1: Uh, Oh, wait, I'm going to break in. I knew this was coming, Tom. (laughs) Tom, I heard you and the magic is back. Rick Donovan might be the biggest Oriole fan in the world. And I would almost guarantee, Tom, he's here today just to be able to do that.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing I'll say to you, Rick
1: this is good this is gonna be fun. I will okay. believe the
0: magic is back and I will uh, come on this show and say that I was incorrect um if on I don't know when the season probably ends in October correct
1: first weekend in October usually okay
0: so if it is late September let's say the fir- the last Monday in September and the orioles are still in first place not talking about trying to make the wild card, not talking about, oh, we're only three games out of the wild card. Then I'll get excited
1: for the Orioles. Okay. Tom is a huge Yankees fan and Rick is a huge Orioles fan and they have a nice, healthy back and forth going on here. This is all in fun. You know, if Rick, if, much- we're, if Rick were on the program right now, he enjoys this. This is uh, There's absolute comedy in this. Because
0: as I as I say to Rick many times, the Yankees are just one trade away, one free agent acquisition away from moving back to their place. (laughs) And they played horrible. And are only, you know, whatever they're eight games out? Nothing.
1: Just just trying to keep things real
0: here for a moment.
1: For, for you folks who are not sports fans, we apologize for the last three and a half minutes. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. That was Rick, fun. thank you for showing I up. I was thinking of Rick when I saw that the Orioles won yesterday. I was like, I bet we're going to see Rick on Monday. <laughs> I like it. I see him crawling around Facebook on Sunday evening going, when is that program again? Where are those guys? I've got to get it, Tom. <laughs> No I know he does it on the first chance he gets because who knows by Wednesday, it could be over.
0: <laughs> Thus is sports. And it's great to be excited about where you're at. As I often say, time can change results.
1: Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, back to scaling. Okay. Well, and scaling downward is difficult. And, that, and that's very hard. Um, I've worked with that with a couple of companies and having to downsize even when it makes sense because you're not doing the sales you used to do or you can't find the employees you need to have. Uh, I was in a restaurant a couple of weeks ago and half the tables were empty and there was a waiting, you know, a line of people waiting. And it's like, well, why don't they have those tables? We don't have enough wait staff. So, and, and you see this more and more and you see it, Um, uh, I was, uh, I was at a hotel recently and the person at the front desk was gone for five minutes. So I couldn't check in because they were up fixing a key for someone and then they came rushing back. And that's a thing that you would have two or more employees doing in the past. So it create either way, growing or compressing or shrinking, I guess, either way is complicated. And I also think it's really difficult for us as the person involved, if you're the owner, if you're the leader of a team, it's very hard to do it alone because you have a point of view. Yeah, Grow, grow, grow. I want my company to grow, grow, grow. Minute someone says, hey, you should really start focusing on doing less. That's hard to hear. I can tell you I'm going through that with some things right now. It's like, Really? Less is more. No, less isn't more. That doesn't make sense. More is more. How can less be more? But more and more, less is more. Whoa, take that out for a ride. (laughs) The the transcript machine, if there's a transcript machine, is going, what? Yes,
0: they're struggling with that. There's no doubt.
1: Do you have, um, Kelly's with us, and uh, she says, today was very thought-provoking. Thank you. Always good to see you on a Monday morning, Kelly. Yes. Indeed. Um, and you owe me your address. I never got your address. I want your address so I can send you a signed book. And she also says it's given me a lot to reflect on. So that's great. Makes makes my Monday morning. So do you have your one thing, Bob? I really don't. I'm going to let you go first.
0: So when uh, when and I'm thinking about trying to get back to what we talked about, which is what is the what does scaling mean? Sorry, I hit the button when you did. I think it is, you're going to like this, I think. Okay.
1: It's real sizing, your organization. (laughs) Nice McDonald's reference. Didn't they have real sizing beverages at one point?
0: I don't know the answer to that. Maybe. Okay. And I think that it is, it's really reflecting on where are you at at the moment? And where do you want to go? Not based on what anyone else thinks, but based on your knowledge, experience, and your perspective and thinking about where is it that you want to be. Not where does everyone else want you to be. It's really about where do you want to be. And sometimes that means you're going, you're going to expand your organization. And sometimes you're going to retract it. And whether it's your organization or it's the things that you're doing, I think that's what scaling it means is it's an opportunity to look at your operation and figure out what, given all that, you know, at the moment, is what makes sense for your organization and where it should be. And then you take the appropriate steps to get there. And again, not worry about the results.
1: That's a tall order. We'll have to talk about that over the week. Because I think not worrying about the results in that case, because it's difficult to have a company and not be growing. Because there's this perception, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, I, that's the old saying.
0: What if that's not you, my perception? Uh, it's all about perspective and what your knowledge experience
1: is. And, and uh, also, and what's possible. I think one of the things is when people are like, you know, I want to 10X my sales for the year. Really? I mean, maybe this is, you know, if you're, if you're a, uh, what's a good example? Oh, if you're a carpenter and you want to do more lumber work, getting lumber right now is tricky. You may want to 10X your sales. may not happen because you can't get supplies. I think that's one of the things we've started to deal with. It's a more complicated world that we're operating in. And I think it's a combination of external and internal factors. And I think that's really the, the art here is to You you said it one way, I'll say it another way with my one thing, which is taking all the factors that are coming to play and really assessing them and coming up with a realistic way to move forward. As opposed to a everyone tells me like you said, or I've always done it this way. I mean, that's the other, that's another piece of this that, well, I've always done it this way. You know, we've always done paper invoices. I'm not going to move to computers. I'm not going to use QuickBooks or I'm not going to use online ordering or not. I'm not going to use online uh, credit card accounts. And sometimes that could lead to growth. It could also lead to compression in your staffing, right? You could have both ends of it in scaling. Sure. As you introduce more technology, you could decrease your employee base.
0: Which is why I think it's real sizing.
1: And right. I, I love that
0: phrase. I was talking to a, uh, I had, I, I, this could have been my celebration, but I had thought differently. Um, Save
1: it for tomorrow. Don't ruin it.
0: Okay. Well, anyhow, I was, I was uh, talking with someone. I won't talk the celebration. I'll talk about the, uh, um, I'll do one of your celebrations tomorrow morning, typical ones. And they were saying that, that uh, my they struggle one. with, that mean? <laughs> they struggle with hiring. Okay. People, staff, and it's a, it sure. was a plumber that visited my home, okay. and you know, and I, as I was as they were sharing this, I was also thinking that like, well, maybe the goal is not to add more plumbers, even though I know in that business it's all about time. You know, how much time do you have? that people can be out being jobs servicing others, and that's how you generate more revenue. I was like, well. If it's so hard to hire, why hire, why not just say, Hey, you know what? We're going to be the best seven person plumbing organ with seven service people that we can be. We can't serve everyone. And the only way we can, you know, trying to keep serving more people just means that people are coming out, they're going, having to work on weekends, which is a struggle to find people to work. And which means that the owner is working more and is growth, if that's what you want, is growth. Is growth defined by adding more people really what you want? Or does that just create more headaches? Something to think about?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a real issue for everyone. I think sometimes we don't think about that part we're so busy doing that we don't take the time to think about those things, which really, in some ways might be as important, if not more important than actual scaling is having a a calculated plan to scale, right or not or, or not yeah well whatever scaling I mean we always say scaling is growing but it, scaling could be compressing correct right correct
0: we'll talk more about that I'm sure as we go
1: through this week. I like that that's good all right all right
0: everyone thanks so much for being a part of our show today thanks to Kelly. And to Rick and Beth, I was going to save Rick for the end and still thank, thank Rick, thank Beth and Kelly and And my good friend Rick for their comments. We appreciate that very much. If you have other thoughts that you'd like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments. If you happen to be listening to the podcast, we know there's no place to share a comment. And so we encourage you to join us in our Facebook group where we're having conversations like this. It's called Sculpt Your Business sculpting is a little bit like scammer and from chaos and confusion to confidence and control. So we look forward to seeing your thoughts and ideas and you there because once you're there, you might also gain something from others and um, find the value that you happen to be looking for. So we look forward to seeing you inside of that group. If not, we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. ish Eastern time for our next episode of today's anthem.
1: Hey, whatever you do, folks, on this Monday, it is a perfect day to embrace the renegating you. Perfect day. Perfect day.
0: Okay. All right, everyone. Go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon.
1: Do you want to sculpt your business? Or are you trying to scale up or scale down or scale all around? It doesn't matter. Sculpting your business, you're going to be like an artist, putting the pieces together and building that work of art that is yours. Your unique work of art, showing the renegading you, going from chaos and confusion to confidence and control. It's as easy as going to RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com. That's RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com.